emotional health. Can you say that to me, you? Without putting the gum in your mouth. No, no, no. no. Nurture. about my brother is um, whenever I need help with like building a cave or fort, he can help me. I get to boss him around. Sometimes I'm grateful to have a sister so I don't have to ask for playdates all the time. What I like about my brother is that he plays soccer with me. Hi, my name is Jessica Quarrell. I'm the school counselor here at Aiden Montessori School, and today we're talking about siblings, the friends you don't get to choose. Siblings is a, a relationship that you are born into that you're sort of stuck with, and the goal for parents and for our children is that we enjoy and we respect our siblings, and that becomes a positive relationship. A big part of understanding the dynamics of siblings is recognizing what is their temperament. Is the oldest daughter more of a big personality, gregarious, and the younger son a little bit quieter, a little shyer, likes time to himself? So just like in the classroom, if there's a temperament difference between children, temperament difference in the home it can equally invite conflict. If you have a large gap in age of siblings, that can be complicated. So at home, you're eight years old. You're able to use your words and not your hands. Or you're, you know, your sister is four years old. They're still learning how to do this. The worst thing about my sister is that she always kicks when we're in fights and it really hurts. He destroys my Lego sets. She often wants to take my toys and she often ruins my games. When um, he hits me and stuff, that he always wants to kick me in those and he's really annoying. That she overreacts. <laughs> So part of the role of parenting is modeling, and it's a question to ask ourselves, how am I modeling my sibling relationship? Are you close with your brothers and sisters? Maybe you're the only child. Maybe you had a longing for wanting brothers and sisters. Are you projecting that onto your children? It's just being mindful of how, what is your relationship with your siblings? Are you able to, to share that with your family? And, and if not, is that something you can think about wanting to improve? and talking about that with your kids, saying, gosh, I haven't spoken to my brother in a long time. Maybe we shouldn't invite him to come over. So we're trying to show our children that this is a relationship that lasts a lifetime. We want it to be a very enriching, loving relationship. Sibling rivalry. We've got lots of it. We, we try to talk it out. We try to like understand that sometimes some people get more, some people get less. We call it, it all works out in the wash. We try to teach them to be nice to each other and not to hit each other too hard because the other one's going to hit harder the next time. So, so far, no serious injuries. Being a brother or sister is the longest sustained relationship you will have in your life. Hi, this is Denise Merkel. I'm the coordinator of the Aiden Program for Families. Your siblings can be your collaborators, your co-conspirator, your role model. It certainly sets out some cautionary tales about what life is to be. You learn with your siblings how to resolve conflicts or not. And you learn how to conduct those friendships because you can't walk away. So for parents, the whole goal of watching children grow up together is to just try to promote some harmony and tranquility, to minimize the trouble, maximize the relationship so that they learn to live in a community where they can share and where justice and fairness are doled out as much as 
possible under the circumstances. So what's a parent to do? You have two or three children. There's some bickering going on. My best advice to you is to walk away and ignore the minor bickering. A lot of it they can work out themselves. Keep your ear open so that if it escalates, you can come back in and help. Is this an emergency? It probably is not. So you're not going to throw them to the wolves. You don't throw them in the pool and expect them to swim. You have to give them some skills. You want to always put things in the right perspective as to where your help is needed. Well, they say you should, like, calm yourself down. She starts yelling, but she doesn't hit us. Sometimes she stops me, but if she doesn't notice it, um, we're just going to keep fighting. Um, they just say, if you keep on fighting, I won't let you use your phone. So if a child is mad enough to hit, it's important that the adult in the room go to the child and say to that child, whoa, you are really furious. You are mad enough to hit your sister. Remember in our family, we don't hit people. I'll go with you to tell her. And you can tell her in really serious and strong language. But I'm not going to allow you to hit. You want to empower your children to repair the relationship. So you have one child has scribbled all over the painting of another child. An egregious offense. You can ask the victim, so to speak, what can we do to make this better? Allow all answers to be heard. Well, I think you should punish her. Okay, that's one thing. What else? Um, well, I think she should go get me another piece of paper and I'll draw another picture. Okay, that's another thing. Got anything else? No? Well, let's try the second one <laughs> um, and see if that works. Uh, we're not going to force apologies. What we're going to try to force, if you will, is a place of reparation um, so that that mends the relationship. Remind your children that you know that they can be good to each other, that they can be kind to each other. This just seems to be one of those times that it's not working. So let's change the whole thing at that point. Now, if you've got some big physical emotions going on here, ranting and raving and screaming and carrying on, then you have to manage that by just getting out of the space. Not you. You take the you take the take somebody with you. Um, if your parenting partner is around, divide and conquer. Because the most important thing here is to help them repair this relationship that has this little rift in it right now. A good thing is to have them shake hands or hug, if that's what you do in your family, but maybe shake hands and, okay, we agree that the next time you're mad, you're just going to say, I'm mad, and not frail, a flail and hit me. So, But we're going to shake hands on this like it's an agreement that we've come to. This is their relationship, not your relationship. You're the parent. You want to help them manage their relationship with each other. There are plenty of board books about the new baby, the big brother, the little sister kind of thing, so you can find those. The Boxcar Children series by Warner. Um, there is a book called The Lemonade War by Davies and a book called Rules by Lord. Now for you, as a parent, I would advise you to uh, read Siblings Without Rivalry by Faber and Maslich. It's an easy read. Um, Peaceful Parent, Happy Siblings by Markham is uh, another way of looking at how 
it's important that you come into the conflict in a peaceful manner in order to help your children come down from that 10 to a 4, perhaps. Um, they have a website that's called AHA, A-H-A, Parenting, AHA Parenting. Great ideas uh, will address simple issues that you might have. Um, and then uh, Kluger wrote a book called The Sibling Effect. And humorously, what he says is the oldest child makes the rules. The middle child is the reason for the rules. And the youngest child feels that they don't apply. So I think keeping that in mind, whether you have two children or five children, that they, each of the children see this from a whole different perspective on their own. It goes back to what um, Jessica said about temperament. They all have different temperaments. They all have different, and that plays into the relationship. I think it's also important to remember that when students come into school in the morning, they're feeling good. Usually we're hoping they're well-rested. Throughout the course of the long day, just a regular school day, being on all day and being in a community, you're being very mindful of what I'm saying. Will my friend play with me at lunch? Unfortunately, by the time they get home, they're probably feeling exhausted, and, and that's true for adults as well. Do you notice how by the end of the day your patience level is probably lower, you're feeling more irritable perhaps? It's harder to be our best selves at 8 o'clock at night. With siblings, it's you're there, I'm stuck with you, they're probably feeling overloaded. So there's another opportunity to like recognize, oh, you're feeling tired, you're feeling hungry, maybe we need to take a break right now and recognize, is there a fight about to happen here? Also, the idea of the technique that we talked about of the three gates, that's a great concrete tool to use when helping your child children manage conflict between each other. If they're saying unkind things to each other, if they're solving a problem, is what they're saying kind, necessary, and true? That's a very concrete tool they can use. It's worth remembering as parents to not put that kind of pressure on yourselves as you are not in charge of what the relationships are supposed to look like. You may have a hope and a wish that I want my children to grow up and be loving siblings and take care of each other and be good to each other. That's a hope and a wish. It cannot be an expectation. It cannot be this has to happen or I failed as a parent. Remember, as Miss Merkel said, it is their relationship. And we do the best we can to give them the skill sets for being a kind, loving person. How can parents become better parents? Well, there's no way. I'm not sure. They are great already.